Ah, this is a totally different Rock Stops Here podcast. I mean, no, it's still about someone who has made it to the top, and that someone would be none other than Rondé Barber, the newest member of the Pro Football Hall of Fame in Canton. How are you? What's happening, everybody? I'm bringing this one to you from Canton, Ohio. I love it here. Love it here. Oh, I got stories. I got stories from the trip, and I know a lot of you like the stories. Some of you even zoom past the interviews. Whatever, whatever floats your boat, man. Whatever floats your boat. Now, normally, I bring on one guest. How do they make it to the top? Then I give you stories after. This one guest, Rondé Barber, has been bombarded. They do things the Pro Football Hall of Fame way. They had no media availability during the week here. Rondé was sweeped, swept away, and you know, and everybody's trying to get near these Hall of Famers and this and that. I'm going to talk to Rondé Barber at the party tonight, and next podcast next week, I'll tell you a little bit about running into all the guys that I covered and how great. I know it's going to be great, but what I want to do here is I want to bring you a little behind the scenes of Rondé Barber's induction ceremony his speech, what it's like, and oh, I got stories on my trip. Leaving early in the morning, started boarding at 5 a.m., get to Cleveland, Ohio, get my rental car, get here to Canton. I got some stories on the flight, being around here, wait till you hear who I ran into in the airport as soon as we touched down. I'll do all of that. But let me just tell you that Rondé Barber is so deserving of being in the Hall of Fame. It's not only because I know the guy and he's such a down-to-earth, good, solid man. He defined that cornerback position. When you define the position, you bring a whole other level to that position at cornerback and you win a Super Bowl and you play for so long you deserve to be in the Pro Football Hall of Fame, and he was voted in. So it was really, really good. He had a great speech. I was tearing up, talking about his brother Tiki, talking about how he had to overcome, man. He we didn't come in as a high draft pick. He didn't come in as a number one. He didn't start. His first year, he barely played, and he had to dress, try to play on special teams, and even into his second year, he was just hoping that maybe he would be a starter, but he worked at it. He did film work. Back then when Rondé played, they didn't have the iPads. Now guys have iPads. They just bring the iPad home. Tuesday is the off day for NFL players during practice. I mean during the week. Uh, Monday they come in and look at film of the weekend's game. Tuesday's their off day. The coaches stay in the building. They install what, what's, what the plan is going to be for offense and defense against that opponent Sunday. Wednesday morning when the players show up, they do their lifting, boom, they're ready to go. They, they, they install the game plan. Then Thursday they have a practice. Friday is a walkthrough. Saturday they fly to wherever they're going to fly or if they're playing at home, they're at home and then they drive to the stadium on Sunday. So that's the NFL. But Rondé Barber used to come in on Tuesdays. Usually you would only come into the NFL facility if you were rehabbing and you had to take care of like an ankle injury, a leg or something like that, maybe get some treatment. No, Rondé was always in there and he was studying. He was studying to try to be better. And he talked in his speech about what his mother meant to him. His mother told him, you know, um, things that coaches would always say, but it really started with his mother. 
He think uh, his uncle, he calls him his uncle, Bruce Arians. He went down the list thanking his teammates, thanking everybody that he knew, uh, thanking Ira for the speech to get him in. Just everything. It was, it, was, it was really, really, really heartfelt. It was good. I was tearing up, tearing up, man. And it happens. So here's the deal. Rondé, he gives the speech. I, I decided to come down and sit with the fans. There was a family and friends section. I had a seat. Uh, I didn't want to. I'm really not part of the team. I, I am honored, but you know that's this is their this is their time. I went up to the press box. I watched a lot of the speeches. A lot of them were just incredible. Um, I'll get to that in a minute. Joe Klecko from the Jets was hysterical. Demarcus Ware was so good about his father wasn't around, and now he forgives his father, and his father was there, raised by his mom, mother. It's just just unbelievable stuff. But anyway. So I went down and said, I'm going to sit with the Buccaneer fans. And they had these, the contingent of fans that flew from Tampa. They were there, and they were going crazy. And it was really, really neat. And so Rondé is whisked away. Joe Thomas from the Cleveland Browns is the final speaker after Rondé. And you can only mention because Joe Thomas is, you know, he's Joe Thomas. And there's so many Cleveland Browns fans here from the Dog Pound, you know, because we're in Cleveland. Well, I mean, we're from, it's the Cleveland area, we're in Canton. So there was a lot of Browns fans and they were doing their thing. So Dan Lucas, he's a sportscaster, long time for News Channel 8, the NBC affiliate. He and his cameraman, uh, Bobby, who I know really well. And so the three of us hightailed it over to the side and waiting to see who we could come, who was coming off, we could interview. And here comes his lovely wife, Claudia. Now I know Claudia, have known Claudia for a long time. Just when Rondé first started, before they were even really dating. I'll tell that story out of the back end. So here she comes, Dan is interviewing Claudia. I said, you know what? I'm gonna do my segment right now, right here on the floor, on the field, in the Tom Benson Stadium with the Pro Football Hall of Fame induction ceremony going on. I'll speak low, I will speak quietly. And I'm gonna just, I'm just gonna bring bring you on the field. So I'm gonna bring you in the field, on the field. If you didn't have a chance to see it on NFL Network or ESPN, here you go. You're in Canton, you're with me. You can feel the energy in the stadium. Everybody's wearing their jerseys and their gear and they're dressed up and they're ready for football. And these are the legends from their team. It was so cool. And here comes Claudia, and I start. So I interview Claudia, who is Rondé Barber's wife, and then Buccaneers owner, Brian Glazier. Brian Glazier, I don't remember the last time he has spoken on camera. Joel, now and then, but really the Glaziers don't talk. I said, what the heck? Here's Joel, so I get Joel. And then, the third interview, and it's all one segment here, is Dan Lucas. And he is he's worked with Rondé for many years on News Channel 8. And so it's just right as the ceremony's going on, we're live. And here you go. So sit back and enjoy. It is football season from Canton, Ohio, baby. Oh, Claudia, congratulations. You gotta have a strong woman behind you when you have something like this. Just congratulations to you and to your entire family. Thank you so much, Rock. You've known me and Rondé since we first started dating when we were in our early 20s. And actually, you've gone through this whole journey with us. 
So this is part this is part due to you too. So we're so happy that he's finally in the hall and that we got all our friends and family here and everything. It means a lot to us. How proud, how proud are you of Rondé? Not only what he's done on the field, what he's done in the community, being a dad, being a husband. I can't say enough words about how proud we are of him. Like it's, he has taught our girls to like, anything's accomplished. You can accomplish anything. And you know, and if you fall down a little bit, just get back up. And because that's what he's always done. And so we just can't be more proud. His speech was phenomenal. And you know, there were so many years where everybody, he even mentioned it like fans, you should be in the hall, you should be in the hall. He never lost the hope. That's hard when everybody's telling you, you should get in. What was that like? He was, you know, he's a competitor. He got, he would get disappointed every year and, you know, but this year he had a little bit of a different feeling, was really hoping and getting in and, you know, it, it came true for him. All right, well, continued success by you guys. Thank you, Claudia. Thank you, Rock. Thank you. That is Claudia, his beautiful wife. And, you know, I've told the story where Claudia worked at W... It was, uh, it was really, it wasn't a radio station, a sports radio station in Tampa at the time. It was 970 WFLA. I was working there. Claudia came from Detroit. She was working for a sales guy, Jim Marshall. She didn't know anybody. And so I befriended her a little bit. And the Bucks were having an evening practice at the University of Tampa. And... I said, you want to go to practice? She said, sure. We went. It was just friends. And the next thing you know, Rondé is, is dating Claudia. And that was so many years ago, as Claudia just said. And here we go. Here we go today. So it really is unbelievable. All right, now, Brian Glazier is here. And he's one of the uh, owners of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I'm going to try to talk to him next. Joe Thomas is a Cleveland Brown. He's going in after uh, Rondé, and of course there's a lot of Browns fans that are here. That's ESPN's, uh, you know, back, 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 back. He's been emceeing for the entire day, so it's kind of cool. Let me see if I can just ask Brian what it means for the Glazier family, for the organization, to have another Buccaneer going in just incredible incredible if you've never been here to the pro football hall of fame in canton it's small town usa it's just great so many fans show up in their jerseys i mean it's like it's like as if it's a game uh so it's really really neat and it kind of kicks off the football season i love it this is my third time now coming here we were here for sap we were here for Derek brooks and uh yeah brian brian real quickly rock how yeah. are you we're, we're thrilled this is an exciting day oh my god and what does it say about it was sap it was brooks it was lynch 
It was Rondé Barber, all from that same team. Incredible. An incredible team, and each one drove each other, and we, and we could, each one, neither one could do it without each other. You know, without Rondé, we wouldn't have a Super Bowl ring, I wouldn't have a Super Bowl ring, and then none of the other guys would have had it, but without each one of the guys that's in the Hall of Fame, they all helped us get here, to get there, and, and did great things for the community. Yeah. Now, we all know what Rondé did on the field, and he made that position his own. Of course, the interception, Philly closing the vet, you go on to win the Super Bowl. But more importantly, what Rondé has done in the community off the field. For Rondé, listen, he's lived in this community since he played 16 years here. He's lived here, made it his home. His family is part of the, the, the uh, a fabric of the of the community, and um, you couldn't ask for more than for uh, X-Buck to be uh, a part of our community and a great representation of the Tampa area. Are you proud? You must be very proud when you sit here and, and listen and see your Hall of Famers. Well, I've teared up many times, but today especially for Rondé, who waited so long, uh, longer than others to get here. So well deserved. All our guys up there, you look at the what was accomplished during that era, what an unbelievable era that was of the Buccaneers, and it was, it just makes me very proud. Congratulations to you, and thank you so much. Thanks, Rock. Appreciate it. You Thanks. got it. All righty. So there he goes. It's very, very, very rare when the Glazers speak, and especially Brian Glazier. Now, I sat down with Joel Glazier at the uh, NFL owners' meetings, and that was really, really cool. That, if you didn't catch that, go back on the Rock Stops Here podcast. Uh, that was really, really neat. And he was, you know, we talked about Brady, we talked about this, we talked about that. It was really, really cool. You know, I, Dan, you, you've worked with Rondé, right? Absolutely. Years now on the Buccaneers broadcast during the preseason. Uh, wow, more than almost a decade. Is it that long? It's been that long. It was John Lynch before Rondé. And I remember... Rondé getting into the business when he retired as a player and it was basically getting reps in the preseason and learning the craft and we've had conversations about it just just the broadcasting side and we joke about how hard it is to talk to all of the audience like there's a line you have to be as layman's terms as you can to not alienate anyone but you don't want to talk so far below the diehards and we had conversations over the years about it about how hard that is and I think he does a great job at it you know he can explain what somebody's doing defensively especially and the language he uses I think it brings everybody into the picture and for me knowing him as a player and a man and a broadcaster and also his interest in golf and the Valspar that's his, that's his gift that I've seen and I think it's been great and seeing this today uh, and last night or Friday night the gold jacket dinner um, it's emotional. It's emotional. It's not my journey, not my family member, but he's somebody you spend time with and talk about families and talk about things you've done in your life and things that bother you, things that you're happy about. So when you see this man achieve a pinnacle, it doesn't, you can't put words into it, just as an observer. And so I'm glad I'm here. I'm glad I got to see this. He was beginning to wonder if he was ever going to get here. You know, I didn't give the proper introduction. This is the great Dan Lucas from News Channel 8. And of course, News Channel 8 is the Buccaneer Network and during preseason games, you're down on the sidelines. Now, when you came up in your career, you've been in Tampa Bay a long time, you were from Johnstown, Pennsylvania. And I saw your post when you got here and you're like, 
I just love Canton and the Pro Football Hall of Fame. It's a must if you haven't been here. Is that because you were kind of that Pennsylvania guy? What is it about the Pro Football Hall of Fame that you liked it? You know, where I was living and working is not far from here. From this Hall of Fame, you could probably get to where I used to live in less than two hours. But I had never been to the Hall of Fame until Warren Sapp was enshrined. Never, I drove by here a million times covering Big Ten football. Never went in. I always saw the dome from the interstate. This place has changed so much over the years. But the first time I ever walked into the hall and saw what, what they do in there, it's like the Smithsonian. That's what I tell people. If you like football, the first thing you see when you walk in there is day one of this game. And you follow through the years and the history and the artifacts and the things that, that are matter to this game. And then, then you walk into the room with the busts. And it, by that point, if you're not feeling the ghosts, they're there. They are there. And so every, and the people that work here, the people in the store, the historians, they're all welcoming. They want you in here. They love to chat. And no matter where you are in the Hall of Fame, if you have a question, they'll answer it. And they, they're so glad you're here. And they tell me they meet people from all over the world. And I know other Hall of Fames do that. Baseball Hall of Fame is terrific. Uh, I have not been to the Hockey Hall of Fame. Uh, I hear that's terrific as well, but to me, I don't know how this can be topped. I really don't. And I always tell fans, if you can put it on your list to get here, I know it's out of the, off the beaten path, you've got to come here as a football fan. If you're a Tampa Bay fan, by the way, I'll give you the easiest tip. Look at the Rays schedule every year and find out when they play at Cleveland. Go to Cleveland, see a cool ballpark, go to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and then come down to Canton. It's like not even an hour. Come here. You're, I, I just made your trip. You are the man. Dan, thank you so much. Thank you, Rock. It's a blast being here. It really is. Thanks, Dan. All right, so that is the great Dan Lucas of News Channel 8. Uh, right now, this is Joe Thomas. You can probably hear a little of the dog pound chants. I'm trying to speak a little bit low because, you know, it's sacrilege to, to be talking while Joe Thomas, the Cleveland Brown great, is here giving his induction speech. You know, I was just up on the press box level. I was down low. I was near the family and friends section, and I actually went in the fans, with the fans. I sat amongst the fans during Rondé Barber's induction speech. I just wanted to get a feel from the fans. And, you know, Rondé did thank the fans and when I'm looking up from the press box I'm looking now I'm down on the off to the right of the stage right now and when I'm looking up and seeing what they've done this was a high school and is a high school stadium in Ohio and Canton the birthplace and to see what they've done and now the village that they have for fans they got so many things for kids it's really, 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 really cool. All right, well, that's about it. I mean, for, for right now, for here, we are going to head to the party, which is going to be 7 o'clock, and it's going to go till like 3 a.m. tonight. And Claudia, his wife, who just talked to Dan Lucas and then came over to me, just said, no camera, no interviews. It's a party, so I'm not going to be doing any interviews. I'm going to party. So it should be great. I know Bruce Arians is here, and he said, hey, baby, he's ready to party. All right, listen, thank you, thank you, thank you. And that's the deal. From here, I'm standing in the stadium, the Tom Benson Stadium, as we start 
this football season. I don't know if you can hear any music in the background. These are pretty good mics. These are shotgun mics, so I don't know if you can pick it up, but they got a post-game celebration going on, partying on one of the uh, sports complex fields they have, Forever Lawn. I am sitting outside the media center here in Canton, Ohio, at the Pro Football Hall of Fame. To tell you how, like, small town down to earth this place is, (laughs) the media center is in the middle school. The stadium that you see, the Hall of Fame game, and you watch the induction ceremony, that's a high school stadium. They mean business here in Ohio. How Ohio, Western Pennsylvania, you know, just down to earth, man, down to earth. But anyway, so I thank you very much, Brian Glazier. Thank you very much, Dan, the man, Lucas, and lovely Claudia. She had a deal with, Rondé said, 420 guests there's going to be 420 guests at this party. Oh, my God. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? So, really, really neat. And it's one of these things where I was here for Warren Sapp's induction. I was working at Bay News 9 at the time. And then when Derek Brooks got in. And this has happened to me a lot in my career. It's really, really neat. Where I never thought I'd be back again. And it's the 10th year anniversary of Warren Sapp going in. And I mean, driving in with my rental car and right off the highway and you start seeing the pro football. You see that iconic top of the building, the old building that they have and they kept it. Then they made the new Hall of Fame. And just seeing right from the highway, man, and everybody getting pictures and with their jerseys on and going in and then I said just media I got a media badge go ahead and I went in to the Pro Football Hall of Fame and this and that and so it was cool but before I do that before I get get to that let me tell you about my 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 trip once again the airlines are packed I don't know what story you're hearing went to the Super Bowl in Phoenix not a not a seat to be had every flight packed went to Indianapolis, the pro football or the combine, every seat full, all airlines full. Went back to Phoenix for the NFL owners meetings, everything packed. The prices were so high, I had to take a red eye to Fort Lauderdale. Get to Fort Lauderdale, six o'clock in the morning, I'm sitting on my bag, there wasn't anywhere to move in the airport. I went to Denver on a family trip, everything packed. So here we fly out, we start boarding at 5 a.m., direct flight, frontier to Cleveland, and then about an hour drive to Canton. And we start boarding at 5 a.m. I got to the airport at 4, or 3.50 maybe, parked in long-term parking, and I'm like, where are all these people coming from? Do you remember when you used to fly out like at 5.30 in the morning, it'd be kind of dead? No, no. So I get on my flight, I'm walking down the aisle, and there was, so I see my seat is 20B. It's in the middle, it's not in the aisle, not in the window, but you know, I book kind of late. And there is a woman, she's a little bit on the heavy side, like rather large. Let's just, that's it, I'm not trying to be, you know, I'm just calling like it is. And I'm like, okay, that's, excuse me, ma'am, I'm sitting right there. She's like, she's not responding. She's not moving. 
Ma'am, I'm right. I'm right there. Excuse me, I'm right there. I, I ain't getting up. I ain't getting up. I ain't getting up. Now, I paid for my seat. You gotta be kidding me. And I would have not, I would have not fit in the middle. And then she just doesn't communicate. And you know what she said? I said, ma'am, I'm in that seat. And then they come over the loudspeaker. This plane is full. Every seat is taken. We're expecting a full flight. You know, I've heard of a. She doesn't get up. And you know what else she says to me? Why don't you go sit somewhere else? Why don't I go sit somewhere else? I am not kidding you. Now, I'm not going to cause a scene. I've seen the videos. Have you seen the video? You've seen the videos. On an airplane, it's going to delay things. I'm not doing that. I was just very calm. So I'm like, you got to be kidding me. So now I'm stressed out. i got to sit in front where it was open. And it's one of those things where the plane keeps getting fuller and fuller. And the people keep coming down. You're like, is there going to be a seat available for me, man? you got to be kidding me, man. And here they come here. Here's a, excuse me, I'm in that seat. Uh, yeah, I know. I'm supposed to be over here. And I look at her. I'm supposed to be in this seat. She ignores me. She is not moving to let me in for the seat that I paid for. So one of the male flight attendants walks by and I said, Hey, man, I'm supposed to be right here behind me, 20B. He goes, 20 Bravo. Oh, that's how they say it. 20, yeah, 20 Bravo. I said... She ain't getting up. He's like, I got you covered. Hang tight. So then he comes down. He's like, oh, man, this plane's full. Go back. Come back with me to the galley. I said, no problem. I go back to the galley. Then some of the other flight attendants come back and like, what's going on there? Well, there's a rather large woman. He would not be able to fit in that seat. We'll try to get another seat. Boom, boom, boom. Now it's like just about full. He goes, okay. Sit right here. It's the last seat here. I said, great. I sit down there. Boom. I'm sitting there for a few minutes. There was a friend of my daughter's. It's like, hi. Oh, hi. How are you? This is my grandmother. Blah, blah, blah. He comes back. He goes, hey, go back up. Go to 11C. 11 Charlie. It's an aisle. I said, you got it. So I moved for the third time. Boom. I had an aisle. I was all good to go. When we were getting close to Cleveland, I went to go to the bathroom. And he goes, hey, man. Do you got a bag? I said, yeah, I got a bag. It's like a gym bag. It's got a USF logo on it. Because when I used to work at the uh, USF radio network, they gave me a bag for some swag. And it's great for traveling. I don't check bags, man. I try to check bags. So I was like, great. So I'll, I'll go get your bag at 20 Bravo and bring it up to uh, 11 Charlie. I said, you are the man. And so he did. And it was a great, easy flight, and all was well. So thank you to whoever that flight attendant was for Frontier Frontier Airlines. Thank you very much. And I did. What what if I was like a Karen? I could have easily made a big commotion and a thing, and then it kicked me off. And what do they do with her and all that? And I don't want to do anything to delay anything and have security come. You know what I'm saying? But that easily could have happened. So anyway. We get to Cleveland. It's 9 a.m. Probably earlier. No, like 8, 8.30 in the morning. I get off the plane and I start walking in the hallway. I'm looking for ground transportation for my rental car. You know, where to pick up the rental car. And who do I see? 
former Buccaneer battering ram, the A-Train, Mike Austin. And he's with a little contingent guy who runs his uh, foundation I've known for years and and this and that. And he's like, I want you to meet so-and-so. But he's like, I point. He goes, hey, hey. He goes, no, no, come here. I didn't want to bother him. You know, I just kind of gave him that, hey, Mike. And he's like, come here. Gives me the big hug. Tells his lady, this guy was always so good to me. He was one of the good guys, all this. I said, ah. So we just started walking. And we walked downstairs. And we kept walking. We were BSing. He was asking me, what's Baker Mayfield like? Because I haven't had a chance. And he goes, I signed autographs on Monday. Oh, my God, it was so hot. I go, is it, is it me? Or has it been so damn hot this year? He's like, nah, the guys that do the fishing, that go out all the time, they told me this is like one of the hottest. I thought, I thought it was me, Mike. So we end up getting to where baggage claim is. I realize I don't, I got my, my USF bag and my backpack with my gear. I didn't need my bag. So I said, Mike, I'll see you, brother. And he goes, where are you staying? I said, oh, I'm in Alliance. He's probably right in Canton. And I said, all right, and I'll catch you later. And we were off, and there there was our start. So it was a good, all in all, in the end, it ended up being a nice flight. But I'm in Alliance. I'm in this Comfort Inn. You should see the parking lot. I don't, to say that it needs paving, <laughs> the potholes, it's an understatement. But I don't care. I don't care. I ended up going to an Anytime Fitness that was like 20 minutes away, and it was great, great. I still wanted to get a little workout in. I did that the next, no, that, that evening, that evening. And then I was going to go for some beers. They got like a craft beer bar. They had another cool place there. But it was like 20 minutes. I'm by myself. I don't want to, I'm not, you know, it's hard to just have one. And if I have another one, then I got to drive. I'm not driving. I'm not going to do that. I'm, I'm not doing that. So I was like, nah, I'll pass. And, uh, and went back and then just got an early start. An early start to the... Oh! Oh! So I don't want to keep you too long, but wait till you hear this. I said, I'll get an early start for induction day, which is today. I want to try to get interviews. I want to try to hustle, do a story about Rondé. You know, and I haven't, when you haven't been to a location, and they've changed a lot of things, and this is their one event a year. It isn't like they have games every single week. So, you know, where to go? You can't go in this elevator. Are you allowed to go here? No, you can't go here with that credential. The lay of the land. You know, you got to, every time you go to a new place, that's how it always happens. Always that first, get the lay of the land. So... I, I was out and about and got something to eat last night. Laid low, laid low, looking at the area. When I drove to this Anytime Fitness, I was past cornfields. I went past these big yards. Everybody's got a riding lawnmower. Like, I'm not used to that. There's not, we don't, we don't have this kind of space where I live in Tampa Bay, Upper Pinellas County, Florida. There's no, there's no more room. Like, it's just amazing, the room. I mean, I'm outside of Alliance, Ohio, so, so, uh, you know, it's nice. It's a nice change. They think that it's really hot. Now, it was hot down in the field because they have a white surface and the sun was beating down on it. There were some people dropping like flies during the induction. I heard security was telling me 
Uh, but when I got here today, like, oh, it's only going to be 85 degrees. Oh, my God. No, no, it's going to be 85 degrees. I'm like, 85? We kill for 85 where we are. So anyway, I get up early. I go downstairs. They had some breakfast. Great. I posted a couple of stuff, you know, some stuff on social media. I get all my gear in order in case I go right from here to the party instead of driving 30 minutes back, 30 minutes back here tonight. So I'm all set. I had gone out to my car, put some few things there, back in, this and that. Now it's time to go. I got a rental car. I got a change of clothes in case I'm sweating, getting in the change of clothes for the, for the party tonight. I got all my gear. I got everything I checked. I'm ready to go. Where's my keys? Where's my rental car car keys? You gotta be effing kidding me. It's not in the room. Oh, maybe when I went out to the car, I go back out to the pothole ridden car because I had to go far away and the expense, I can't afford a lot of money. This is all on me. So <laughs> I'm dodging pothole. You should see this parking lot. So I go out to my car. I'm looking in the window and like everything's locked. Try the trunk locked. I've done this before years ago in New Jersey where I locked the keys in the rental car. What a pain in the ass that was. But anyway, it doesn't look like they're there. I go back in the front desk. Did anybody pick up any keys? Here's my name. Here's my number. I got my phone. If somebody would... I go back up in the room. I go through everything. I go through everything. No. I go back downstairs to the breakfast the lady that's putting the stuff out, the eggs, the sausage, the yogurt, the bagels, the coffee. Did anybody pick up any keys down here this morning? Nope. I'm sorry, hon. Now, I am a calm person, but I'm like, how is this going to work? I picked this up in Cleveland, Ohio, the car at the airport. I'm in a little, little town. There's going to be so many people going to the induction. I wanted to get her here to get my parking space. Not, You know what I'm saying? And now I don't have any car keys. I was fairly calm. So all in all, I walked outside. I walked around. I went back again. I found my keys underneath one thing in the room. I had looked three times. I was like, oh, there we go. And I was sweating. <laughs> sweating from running, walking a fast pace, down, back, down, back. A little nerves, a little bit nervous, a little bit nervous. And got my keys. And I said, here we go. And I went down and I unlocked the car. I was driving out and I was actually talking to myself like, are you ready? Let's do this. You ready for some football, Canton? Are you ready? So happy that I'm on my way, all intact. So that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. And that's about it for today. I do have two great guests that are in the bank. Matt Joyce, 14-year Major League Baseball veteran, now broadcaster, businessman. Chase Edmonds. NFL running back, year number six, 
He was with the Arizona Cardinals. He's with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He's from Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. He went to Fordham University. So I mentioned that my brother went to Fordham. My brother lived in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. He's like, is your brother Amish? And he was, we were kidding around. So I got those. I got those coming up and we'll see what happens. And I am going back to New Jersey to cover the Jets and Aaron Rodgers and all the hype. Oh, I got a picture with Fireman Eddie. He was cool as hell. But anyway, 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 enough, 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 enough. All right, I'm ready to hang. I'm ready to go to the party, baby. And I will talk to you next week. Thank you so much. Subscribe. Leave a comment. Help me out. Tell your peeps. Let's try to grow this bad boy, please. But anyway, I, I appreciate you. I really, really do. All right. From Canton, Ohio. I hope you're doing great. It's football season. It's football freaking season. I'll talk to you next week.